Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to the show. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you once again to my satellite rage room. And I even got satellite lights. Yeah, check that out. Just hung those up just the other day. Um, you know, as always, whenever we're getting ready to record for the evening, we always have a little pregame ramble back and forth and even have a postgame, which most of the time, neither one of those really get recorded. It's more for our own, uh, just our own information to kind of touch base on where we were last week and where the show's going, where we're going next week, what, what they plan on doing, whatnot. And as a way of trying to bring the show more mainstream to all of you fellow listeners out there, uh, Ryan actually came up with a really good idea, ran it by me and the other hard slingers, and we both thought it was a really good idea. And that is, uh, if any of you listeners have a rule or an interpretation of the rule that you would like for the show to cover, write us right into the show and ask us or, you know, mention it or even if a, a rule that we ourselves just kind of totally blunder. You know, I know that we are far from perfect, especially when we went from going 5e to Pathfinder, then back from Pathfinder to 5e. There were a couple of uh, mechanics that were kind of left out in the wind and I had to interpret a few things because the AP had certain elements or certain magic items that needed it an analog device in the opposing mechanics and I think that we were just trying to I was trying to make it work and I don't know if I really made that one work very well but we just made a ruling on the fly and so we did clarify it and actually get that handled that was the wand of lightning bolts uh, but if you guys have any rules that that you would like us to cover and, or an interpretation of such rules then please write into the show at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com and ask myself or the other hard slingers and we'll be more than happy to answer that on the show for you with the rest of the people or if you just want one of us, one of the brightest of us, not you, Ryan, to answer those questions for you, then please feel free. Uh, don't forget, we're out there on all the social media footprints, so if you want to touch base with us on you know Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, write into the show. Ask, a, ask us a question there or even help give us a shout out. We would love that because giving a shout out for the show is always much great. I really appreciate that. I'm sorry. Sometimes I stumble over my stupid words. English. <laughs> Look, what a language, right? Anyways, I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Uh, don't forget, we're on YouTube at RollHard20. Subscribe. Hit that little like bell. Never miss a, an episode. Um, also, don't forget... Patreon at patreon.com slash roll the hard 20 podcast. As always, we would really appreciate any help that you guys can give. And remember word of mouth is always key. Also tell a friend about the show, have them subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on, even listen to us on audible. I mean, I don't think you got to charge anybody for it, but I think it's kind of cool that we are out there. Yay. Um, I guess that's about it. So why don't we warm up our dice and top off our glasses. Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode 44 of our Dragon's Demand run through. We found it. And you'll know what that means when you listen to the show. <laughs> needs to but uh, it still is like one of the sources of it yeah i'm definitely looking into dro dropping two g's on an electric bicycle and commuting to work just let me know when uh well you probably won't let me know when you die but i'm sure bella will let me know yeah your husband died <laughs> hey dave dave Ooh. quick question quick question yes. for our english major is it text or texted text i sent a text Texted is not correct. Thank you. <laughs> That's because okay. you haven't used it yet. Where are you going? It will be one day. <laughs> now, how do gonna, I change He's going to go put up that giant clock on the wall. Uh, how do you right change your name? Corner. See those three dots up there? On the right-hand corner? Mm. You click those? What do you mean you don't oh, know? You, don't you do it every week? No. Uh, yeah. You can also, you can also yeah, just right-click on your... Um, picture and just go down to change or rename yeah, really quick an, another way to do it too uh before we lead in and everything 
Is everybody okay with this being our new evening Mondays? Yeah, I'm I'm totally good with it. Yeah. It, is it easier it, it, for you? It is easier for me. Okay. It gives me uh, Sunday evening to prep all the stuff I got, and it uh-huh. gives me more days to to do the edit without feeling like I'm crunching it in. It, it's just a better day for me to do it if we can make it this way. So works for uh, me. I am fine. I I there is a slight chance that I will have like the occasional Monday where I ha- have plans. I have certain friends that are only I can only see on Mondays every once in a while. But aside from that, I, I, I have no problem with it being my. I see you smiling, Brian. I know what you're thinking <laughs> you're thinking the same shit I'm thinking. You put it's your three people you away. Dirty, dirty, dirty <laughs> men. Brian's being a lady of the night. Well, listen, if, I'm like, we what have, if, uniform do you wear on Monday? Do you rotate it in different outfit? Forget the Would sailor. you like to know why? Are, are you looking for my services? Oh. I don't think I could afford it. No, you couldn't. <laughs> if you got to ask. You can't afford it, baby. <laughs> anyway. Well, if we have to change it every so often, just heads up as always yeah and i'm never gonna like at the last minute be like hey sorry can't make it no we're all pretty good about that which i uh i admire other than the occasional bout of diverticulitis or huh is that contagious no what about maybe if, um maybe if you're eating as ass it is but <laughs> never <laughs> asked them out never asked them out <laughs> People are terrible. <laughs> You're gonna get diverticulitis of the throat by eating Brian's ass. That's enough out of you. <laughs> awesome. Somebody, Somebody was gonna ask me salad. a question. Who's gonna ask me a question? So next week, because I have the spring break thing, can we maybe do a different day? What day uh, I hate you to get on. Uh, um, what day? That's not what I heard. <laughs> mm. oh, oh my god, you guys are on fire tonight. Um, so we're going out of town Sunday and we're coming back Thursday, but I could do Saturday. I could do Thursday, Friday, and then the next Saturday, Sunday. I can't do Saturday because I work Saturday. I don't know if Junior's off or not, but usually his schedule's similar to mine. Um, Saturdays might be hard. Maybe Thursday. Maybe. I don't know. It it depends Uh, on everybody else too. So, and Junior, you're, you're handicapped on Wednesday, right? Yes, I'm handicapped Wednesday. Wednesday's off limits for uh Ash Wednesday? for Are you doing a church thing? No, no. Brian's just saying I'm doing a church thing. Um <laughs> no, there's a conflict in scheduling. So for uh my Wednesday slot had to get taken up for at least a few weeks. But if we switch to Mondays, I mean that's gonna be fine. But right so now when I'm does your Wednesday up. slot come back? Uh my Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be like a few weeks out. I think uh, next sometime like next month. It's not going to accommodate your spring break there. You no. got to treat your sluts better, man. When they're out of action, they're not earning. You know? Yeah, you know. We're off my, the street. My slots are just down for commission, you know, just like the COVID thing. I'm, uh, my schedule's open. So whatever we decide, if we have to hey, skip a week, ask. that's fine. Nobody asked. Yeah, why don't you, Junior, can you? Finish eating his ass, loosen him up a little bit more. He's a little. You want tongue? No tongue. Uh, Van Wilder. So <laughs> let mean, me know what, what day works it. for you this week. Then. <laughs> who to who? Me? I asked. I told Van Wilder. Oh. Let us know what day he's got available before he goes on spring break. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if we can work it out. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, then you know, we know that Wednesday's off the table. So, anyways, yeah, you said that's Thursday, enough. We'll, we'll deal with this off off the show. I'm not going to edit this out. We're just padding the time. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted DM, Brian. And with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 44. Do you feel lucky? Of our Dragon's Demand run through. So, I don't got to lead you into what you guys already know. I sent you guys the picture and the map. Um. You guys have entered this this room of hung clays where there's two, four, six, seven tables of stone configuration with all kinds of items upon them. Uh, you do notice seven that tables. It, I said seven. Oh, I heard six. Sorry, six? No, I thought I said oh, I said two, four, six, seven tables. 
I was counting them off. Don't ever correct me, Belhaim. Um, you mm-hmm. notice that on every table there's something different. You you look at the table in the the east uh, northeast corner. There's a bunch of large bolts and nuts there. Uh, in the well, why don't you guys tell me what you want to do, and we'll we'll make the decision on what you see in these tables that are sporadically placed throughout this rather large room. So we're still at the door though, right? You are all yeah. still at the door, but you guys had gone in, I'm assuming enough, or I know that Dempsey had gone in enough for me to describe the room. And I also don't know what your marching order is. So if you guys want to give that up to me, I would appreciate that. I'm assuming Dempsey is going to be numero uno. As per usual, uh, I will go ahead and take up second. Okay. Take up uh, third. All right. Didn't really have not, to move anything. Not really doing anything special. He just starts padding his way around the room, just looking for anything that's going to jump out and kill somebody. Okay. Now, you guys all have the map that I sent on Discord. Yep. Tell me where you want to go in the room so I could have an idea. Um, it just starts crossing adjacent from the door. So straight down. Well, straight at, uh. ad- Straight across from the doors to the west. Mm-hmm. Okay, so move yeah. down west. Okay. You make your way to the... You see that there's a large table against the western wall, northwestern wall, and it has several metallic objects upon it. By the way, this these tables are pretty big. They're, they're probably eight feet long by, I want to say, three feet wide. They're about three feet off the ground, and they're just stone edifices you notice also uh, i don't know if i described it last session that the ground has a particular uh, a peculiar dust that has settled uh, throughout the whole area almost like uh, granular sand the entire room or just a section of the, the entire room almost as though the, the room has been uh, left to its own devices for some time can can i tell so i'm <clears throat> Uh, I walk a little bit into the room. Uh, what's the lighting like in here? It's still low lit. Hang on, hang on with that, Stubby. I want to see what Dempsey wants to do. I'm just going to go down the line. Yeah, of, of nothing special. Room. Okay. Um, you know, he's not being that he doesn't know what any of these things would be, anyways. He's more just looking for like trip wires, loose tiles in the floor, like obvious traps. Okay, go and make a perception check. It's going to be less. Hopefully less than obvious traps. 12. As you make your way through, you don't... You're pretty confident you're not coming across anything. But then We're again, good. you may not be as as involved as, say, Stubby might be with, when he's searching. Um, If I'm next in the lineup and Dempsey's largely done what he is, um, do I get the sense that this room is uh, like a workroom of sort? It, uh, with the various tables out, like uh, me as a, a player, I'm looking at this and I'm getting a sense of this might have been like where he had a number of different projects going on. It does give off that vibe of, of a workshop, workroom area. With the way that okay. everything's displayed and laid out on these tables and stuff. Uh, I think I'd mentioned that the table that's in the southwest corner had some uh, literature books that were open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was also cogs and, and other things upon it. So, like I said, go ahead and let me know what it is you want to do besides your... your Uh, So there's two things I'd like to do. Um, The first is looking at the three tables closest to the door where we came in. At least I'm giving them a little bit more of a direct inspection. Um, Trying to determine the nature of whatever projects might be going on here and potentially their danger level. The second thing I'd like to do is just uh, uh, like I will make a gesture in the air and a ghostly hand will appear and it'll like scrape up some of the dust off the floor and I will just like examine it a little closer just to make sure that it really is just dust. Yeah, the dust itself appears to be just old dust. Uh, okay. But let me know what table you wanted to go to. Um, 
I'll go ahead and start with the uh, northwest uh, table first. Um, on the little diagram, it looks like it's got like a little stubby wrench and maybe a hammer of some sort. This one right over here? Yes. Okay. Sorry, the one to... And so you do pass by Dempsey because that's the table he headed towards as well. As you stand close by him, you do notice that there is some kind of a, a metallic hammer that is on there with a wooden handle. Mm-hmm. You can see that there are large, almost like rivets that are cold that haven't been haven't been used, so they haven't mm-hmm. been expanded fully. And there's probably maybe 15, 18 rivets. I just drew it big so you kind of get an idea of what's on there. Uh, okay. Other things like that, you see flat looking washers that their inside diameter would the rivet looks like it would probably go through that that diameter so he definitely looks like he was dabbling in artificing stabi hey warren can you illuminate this room a little bit i'm having a little trouble seeing in this lower light um sure do you have a torch i have a candle MC does. He reach into his pack and fire. pull out a torch. <laughs> no, <laughs> Warren, a torch. Warren, I don't. You you know that candle's kind of my thing. Uh, uh, Warren just kind of like gestures over at the torch that uh, Dempsey pulls out and it just, it flares to life and after a moment um, I make another gesture at it and the light expands until um, it's a double illumination radius, so it should be 40 feet bright light and then 40 feet dim light. So it should illuminate pretty much the whole room. And it, it does give you that that illumination of what you're looking for, as long as it's in, in the center of the room. <clears throat> what so, else would you like to do? Uh, um, I'll, I'll actually gesture over it, and my mage hand will go over, take the torch from Dempsey, and then float on over to the center of the room and just kind of like hold it there just for a second he's like fighting it like oh oh shit you actually okay (laughs) (laughs) so i i'm gonna kind of make my way um into the center of the room or um actually around the i'm gonna go up to the northeastern wall and um can i tell is the, the dust on the ground like disturbed, undisturbed everywhere. Like, can I see any footprints or anything that may, um, uh, you know, tip us off that there's been anything in this room recently? You're looking in the northeast corner. Um, yeah, I'm going to start in the northeast corner. Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check and tell me if you uh, detect anything. So, uh, fifteen. Fifteen. It looks like that area has had more traffic than probably the other area that that you left to get to that area. In other words, the, the trail that, that's in the center of the room, this area seems to be more uh, trafficked. Traffic? More traversed. Traversed? Traversed. Ooh. So with with that activity on the, the dust being unsettled around there, can I tell, is it like footprints, or does it just look like it's been, you know, walked or... Just that it doesn't look like the rest of the room. It just doesn't look like the rest of the room. It looks like uh, as though more activity has taken place in that corner than where you were originally at when you came in the room. But because you haven't seen the rest of the room, that's hard to compare it to other portions of the room. So does it? Does the settling look like it's contained to an area that's not close to the walls? Or is it closer to the wall or closer to the table that's in that northeast corner? The settling of the dust appears to be more dis- uh, dissipated in that corner. There's less dust there than in the other areas. You Also, there's a, a few of those larger screws that were on the table that are right behind you have made their way onto the ground close by that that corner as well. Hey Dempsey, can you uh, come over here? I I've got a feeling that maybe something's been going on over here. I I just want a little bit of safety. You mind coming over here? Sure. So he walks over and he picks up one of the screws. Like I saw this in the Legend of Zelda video game. <laughs> um, so I yeah. 
I want to like hold look. it above your head. <laughs> I want to look, look along those walls and just kind of tell if um, does it look like the the walls are are movable or maybe there's a secret door or something in that area. Make your perception check. Describe for me with flavor what you're doing. So um, I go up along that northern wall and um, I start running my fingers along the floor and the wall leading up into that northeast corner and just kind of seeing if there's any mortar or it's open. And as I get into that corner, um, I'm doing the same thing along the the floor to see if, um, you know, there's mortar and then kind of work my way up the wall to my height, you know, three and a half feet. Can Um, I assist him? Sure. So, like, kind of knocking, like, think you think there's something here? Kind of knocking on it. So, give me your roll to assist him. Twenty hard twenty. Yeah, hard twenty. And my perception <clears throat> check was a nineteen, by the way. Nice. Together, you guys make a determination that this portion of the wall looks different than the rest of the wall, almost as though it may push in. Maybe it pulls out. Maybe it goes mm. up or down, slides. But it definitely doesn't look like it's part of the wall. Hey, Dempsey, let, I think we got something here. Um, I think before we proceed, we should finish kind of looking through this room. Hey, Warren, uh, Valadir, where, where, Valadir, where are you at? I'm right behind you. Whoa, whoa. Like, Don't do that to me. Yeah. That's how you get stabbed. <laughs> with the, what they don't call him stabby for nothing <laughs> oh, excuse me my friend. um dempsey and i believe we may have found a passage another passage out of this room but i think we should finish our um you know going around the room here to see yes we else. let's check dirty workshop valadir what would you like to do valadir's is Looking at tables and just kind of wondering. All right, well, you, we're you got here. several tables. Which one would you like to look at? Uh, I will do since I'm kind of behind Stabby and Dempsey. I'll be looking at table B, the one in the. Uh... I didn't label these, but okay. Oh, I Closest threw it up the on door. the door. Look on the Discord. Look on the Discord. I threw it in there just to see if it would help. Oh, I didn't look at the Discord. Uh, go ahead and give it to me. I already did. Should be up there. It's the closest to the door. Junior, good job, brother. Hell yeah. So as you go to this table, you notice that uh, there are several devices on there. One of them looks like a, uh, almost like a, a glass lens that's probably about eight inches wide, maybe two inches tall, and about a half an inch thick looks to be some kind of a of a red crystal matrix with two copper leads coming off of them that just kind of dangle down Hmm. warren is this important do you think it looks like we need don't pick it up (laughs) oh Don't, um... (laughs) don't 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 touch anything I'm, I'm no. sorry. I thought we came to help inventory. Uh, mostly at this point, we're just making sure that nothing else blows up in anyone's faces when they come down here. Um, I. <sighs> it appears no one's been down here for a long time. I agree, but uh, that still doesn't necessarily mean that nothing down here is is dangerous. I would hate to have to explain to you know uh the baroness that we've you know suddenly lost a random stranger down here i just wouldn't report it <laughs> we found a dead well, body i wasn't down. gonna say that <laughs> i got a new loot though check this out <laughs> hey, we, went in, we went into hunkley's manor we got fat loot <laughs> oh, anyways I, I, I will proceed with caution <laughs> is that a is that a ph fat <laughs> oh jeez. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, uh, after, you know, like 
uh, after my heart like comes down out of my throat, I'll uh, come over to where uh, come over to Validator and, and take a closer look. Can I make any heads or tails over what this might be? I'll glance over at like some of the other nearby tables, including especially table G over there, which is looking a little ominous. Now the one that looks like Iron Man, like before he gets Stark industry stuff. Right. This <laughs> yeah, is like right. in the cave, uh, Iron Man. As you make your way to, to table G, which is in the south, uh, southeast corner, you see that there's this large automaton atop this thing. It's probably nine feet tall, eight, nine feet tall. And as you're looking at this metallic structure, you notice that what would best be described as its head where its eyes would be has a similar um, crystalline lens where its eyes would be it's the same thing that Validir is holding up they look identical I imagine Dempsey's got like a screw and he's like picking his teeth he's like so do you use this stuff in your magic and he like gets really close he's like looking down at the automaton is this stuff you work on then as you're as you're looking at the atom, are you over by the automaton too, Dempsey? Mm-hmm. You just following Warren around? Yeah, he's got good ideas. Yeah, I like it. Uh, you notice that one of the things about this automaton is that there's a there's a large hole in its chest. It looks mm-hmm. like a receptacle for something, but it's mm-hmm. missing, and it's probably maybe five inches in diameter, and probably goes down about maybe three four inches deep. You also notice that the the rest of this uh, construct-looking thing looks to be pretty beat to shit. Like, parts of it are scored. Uh, parts of the plating around it have been dinged or blasted away. Does it look like Hunkley might have been building something new or trying to salvage something or repair something? For that, you would have to know what caused the damage. To know if he found it like that or if he built it and sent it out and it received that kind of damage. Well, yes. However, I would also try to note, like, if there are, like, any sort of... Is it feasible for someone of or even a couple people of moderate strength to have, like, carried this thing down here or is that highly unlikely that's highly unlikely okay that somebody would there, have carried it down here are there more marks on it opposed to the battle damage more like wear and tear of um no sorry never mind i was trying to go off on i was trying to like figure out another way to like phrase it but i, I just make it make I, an insight check uh insight 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 uh that is not terrible 16. you probably get the feeling that hung clay probably built this thing okay. here just okay. just by what you're seeing on the other tables mm-hmm. you're seeing materials you're seeing like a secondary visor but seeing... this thing has got does this thing look like it has battle damage or does it look like it might have like self-destructed in like oh an no it doesn't look like it fell off the table this looks like it's been taking <laughs> damage from something perhaps hmm. they're books or scrolls or something to to help uh perception does is there any book uh shelves or there are no book shelves but um on your infamous diagram here of uh table e in the southwest corner i think i'd mentioned that there were some some books that were already open over there. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Valadier would like to go over and investigate. Hold your, hold your thought for a second there, Valadier. Right. Stubby, what did you want to do? I want to keep going down the line. Right. Hey, Warren, is this... Do you think this is something that we could control? Perhaps with your magic? Uh, Sure. Give me... Hmm a solid year to study this magic and possibly learn artificing and no problem. I I just take a deep sigh and just kind of shake my head and 
continue to look around. My concern would be more what someone else might do with this. Um, Let's see if we can locate what might have been the final piece to go in here. Oh, God. Is there uh, like a, a skill or a knowledge, like knowledge local? Like, has anybody ever heard of these things walking around? I would think that if something was out here taking damage or like acting as a security guard, maybe somebody would have seen it or heard of something like this. Probably. You can make a history check on something like that if you want. History? I, I, I won't be. roll because history for me is 200 years ago. I had a 16. You're the only one. I was uh, going to aid him and see if I knew songs of uh, that were mentioned. Before. Yeah, aid him. Uh, that just gives him advantage, so he can roll. Yeah, it. so that was eleven. So that that was a success. Okay, so as Dempsey, as you're as you're reflecting back on the town where you grew up, and you remember hearing um, of how as your brother was coming up as a as a famous boxer and stuff, that there were tales of of other gladiatorial fights or other boxers actually boxing these kinds of constructs or or iron type golems and and things to you know for the crowds and stuff like a gladiator might fight a tiger or something but you know you get a couple guys in there and you know let's see who could win the three guys or this metal automaton and it was never clear whether or not it was another man inside the machine or whether it was actually something living Uh, Mm. and you had never seen one personally but you have heard stories. Valadir, you've you've heard songs sung about, you know, the giant metal man that once upon a time walked upon the land under the rising sun. <laughs> you know, just all this other shit, you know, slaying down on everyone. Just all kinds of wild shit. But you yourself have never seen one either. And so you never felt the need to write a song or, or tell a, a tale about something like that. Until now. So, Valadir, you assisted him. What what else did you want to do? I like to look at table with s- scrolls and texts. As you make your way over to the scrolls, you notice that there are several books. I think possibly three books and and other loose sheaf paper. Some of them look like blueprints of something, but it doesn't look like a blueprint of something that's on the table. It looks like a Kind of like a large device that has a seat on it. And it looks like there's cogs and there's uh, platforms that move and some. Sex kind of- bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sibian. Um, you notice that there's also something that refers to uh, the con- the construction of Lodo and other things that have been written down what them says placement of soul gem and then it's it's like heavily scratched out like multiple times like to the abyss with you you're wrong it's placement all wrong and and other other things are written in other languages and scribbles that are highly undecipherable i was told not to touch anything but these scrolls say something about a machine called lodos does that ring bell oh it does Lodo was quite unpleasant. Lodo He's a was freak upstairs on a window now. Mm-hmm. Lodo machine? No, Lodo was not a machine. Lodo was, from what I can tell, a homunculus, which um, you know what golems are, correct? Yes. Think of it, uh, sometimes wizards will make little assistants for them that are, think of them like little flesh golems. That's kind of what they are. This I one was particularly annoying. Don't know if this looks like Gollum, but it looks like some kind of machine other than one on table. Well, this this here looks like it is an extremely complex Gollum. It makes me think of uh, possibly it might be some sort of uh, a version of like an iron Gollum. Um, I mostly want to make sure that we can keep it from accidentally starting up. So uh, I would like to either A, find whatever is supposed to be powering that heart of it, or um, I would like to, <sighs> I would like to find some way to sabotage it. This Hunkley guy, he uh, seems conflicted. Yes, he mentioned something about the gem. 
Come, come, come and read. I'll walk over there and, and take a look. Um, so I do speak uh, and read uh, Draconic, Infernal, and Primordial. So do any of those languages pop up in the book? Popping up more than Junior did. <clears throat> it looks as though the Infernal would be the closest thing that, that you could see a few familiar symbols. Mm -hmm. And it mostly talks about... Uh, well, tell me which book you're going to look at first before I make any... Uh, I will look first at the one that references Lodo building because it, from uh, the way you were describing the books to Validators, it looks uh, like that seems to be the book that has the most um, like construction oriented notes. Well, there's there's two books that each have that, and then mm -hmm. the other one's more of like loose loose leaf. Papers. Like a, just a sheaf of yeah, notes all over the place. And whatnot. And as you're looking at the blueprint, you immediately recognize it as being the telescope that you saw mm -hmm. at the top floor. Mm -hmm. Validator was never with you, so he does, he has no... con. Uh, he, he can't really make that connection of, of what mm -hmm. it is that's drawn down there. Mm -hmm. But as you're looking through the one with, with Lodo in there, you just see how uh, Hunkley talks more about... Uh, what he had to do to put together the, the components and the verbal aspects and the somatic aspects and the days that were involved. And then he starts going off on tangents uh, from what you can gather because a lot you're only able to pick out maybe every other, every third word. Uh, it's almost as though he's writing in a, it's either a frantic language or possibly a language you've never heard of before. Mm. <clears throat> This act is like a golem manual. Don't you have to have one of those to build golems? Well, that was just the second book. If you're looking at the other book as well, uh, that delves more in with this metallic construct. Mm -hmm. But again, there's you're dealing with the same every other word, every third word, every mm -hmm. wonky syllable, and you see that there's a lot of a lot of his uh, notes have been scratched out. Almost as though he's trying to I will, find something and he it's failing. Nope, wrong one, wrong one. Try try two cups of water this time. Nope, nope, that isn't it. You know, one of those those kind of He's trying to perfect his recipe of whatever it is, but he keeps failing. Yeah. Okay. Um these I think are going to be too dangerous to leave here within proximity to this construct here. So I'm going to take these and I close them. And pocket them, and I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to take these <laughs> off the table. I am going to um, uh, hand these directly to uh, the Baroness. Uh, well, I do not think that there's anything here immediately dangerous, although idle hands in here could prove to be so. Did anyone else notice anything? Who else is doing what? I'm just <clears throat> I'm I'm watching the uh, the rest of the folks look at that table intently. I'm kind of just back between like tables DNF, waiting for them to complete, and kind of giving a a funky eye over to the the uh, construct on that table, keeping an eye out. Okay, and it's not moving. It seems very dormant. Hmm. It doesn't make me feel any safer. Yeah. Uh, well then, um, I think we are done here. Um, unless anyone has any other questions. As long as we feel like we've looked at all of the tables. Yeah. What are the I, items on the the one uh, right behind us? On since I take it, where are we all at? Where's everybody at? I know. I think, I think most everyone's at E. Okay, the table behind us, D, so a little bit to the north. Uh, As you turn around and look at that table, mm -hmm. that, is that what you want to do next? Yes. You notice that there are splinters of what was left of some kind of a gem. There's probably maybe 75 pieces of one. Mm. And then to the right of that appears to be more of a solid gem that's probably five inches in diameter, maybe three inches deep and it's 
it's wedged down. It's got like a, almost like a diamond type shape to it, but it's got a lot of cracks throughout it. Its integrity has been compromised. Hmm. So, this looks like it is probably an experiment to create the heart of this thing. I have to say, it looks like Hunkley has not been down here in quite some time. I, I don't know, Stabby, do you see any other signs of anyone down here? Uh, no, Warren, the only thing that I see is that northeast corner where there seems to be some activity. You know, oh. perhaps perhaps we uh, complete our analysis of this room and, and uh, re all of us reconvene in that northeast corner. Oh, yes. Sorry, I, I did not see that. I was too busy looking at some of the tables. Uh, certainly. Uh, let me just uh, take a quick look over here. I'll wander over to F. And so we put the, the gem into the man, right? Yeah, you yeah, should. No, we're not We're not we're going like, to do that. He's like got it in his hands. Like, we just put it, right? It looks like no, it fits. No, 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 no. Dempsey, no. just come, drop come it here. here. Dem, dem, yeah. come, come here, Dempsey. Come here. Okay, give me that. I'm going to take that. Oh, I'm ready for this. It looks valuable. <laughs> Look, we put and, it in there, and then we carry it all at once. We it can walk out. Pounds, yeah. It'll carry us out. Who knows? Nope, 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 nope. This this is also going straight to the Baroness. And Foran just takes it out of Dempsey's hands, maybe with a little bit of, like, tug of war. Yeah. Takes it. Stashes it. Loosens um, the mage hand. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Loosen up, mage hand. <laughs> so you look over on table F and you see there are some uh, larger cogs, multi-teeth cogs, and and look to be some kind of metallic struts that have hinges in them, probably part of the endoskeleton of whatever this entity is that it's on the one particular slab. Is there something I can tell, like by the pieces and the construct and the nature of what we're seeing like can i tell if this is is this a a, a golem or construct made for um is it made for combat is it made for labor is it just simply made like for defense like tell me what role you want to make and how you what you want to do like if you want to do an insight to determine what it's for if you want to do a wisdom check to see how you would have used it or um no i would probably just make a straight intelligence roll to take like how um i i'm assuming i can glean enough information from the notes of was he uh like how does he reference this thing and what he will use it for um and uh like uh not only that but seeing like the nature of some of the components do they appear to be components that uh, are perhaps chosen because of like the durability for like slow solid movement, i.e. labor, or something that is sturdy but still has uh, at least a little bit of speed to it, potentially combat. Okay, got it. Um, Go ahead, uh, make, your, make your roll for me. Okay, so an intelligence check, 19. 19, you don't see any weapons on it? But based on the the components that are strewn throughout the on the different tables, the cogs, the struts, uh, the hinges and stuff, you you wouldn't think that this is a lumbering beast. It looks as though it would be very agile, and it wouldn't be used for labor, but maybe mm -hmm. for something else. Okay. If you want okay. to know if it's made to fight, look at its hands. Do they look like mine, or do they look like yours? They have very well, simple. They would have three appendages on them, maybe uh, I guess you'd call them like two fingers and an opposing thumb, almost as though uh, like a tri claw on Are each they hand. Delicate. No. Like, this, is this thing ever going to play the piano, or is it more like punching? It's going to play the rocks. Yeah, <laughs> has drums. Uh, Possibly with your head. Yeah. You can always put one of those. You want to put one of those gems in. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. Worth a try. I got the instruction manual right here. Right here. It says no, no. I have the instruction manual up. right here. Oh. See, no problem. Warren has the manual. Yes. No. All right, um, Stabby. Are you ready? Let's go check out this door. 
Stabby's been waiting for this. <laughs> Tell me what you want to do, Stabby. <clears throat> Getting ready. Okay. Um, I was going to say, as he like leans in. Yeah, so as I uh, approach this door... Um, and we'll see you next session. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Dude. <laughs> so, um, I, I approach that door and and I'm looking, you know, to the ceiling, to the floor, and I'd like to look to see if there's any traps around that that uh, door. Okay. Or the wall that looks like a door, I should say. The door yeah. that looks like a wall. <clears throat> yeah, door looks like a wall. Uh, that's an eleven. Eleven. You feel uh, confident that you don't find any traps. Hey, Dempsey, can you give this uh, door a heave-ho? Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Is there a place that. I can get purchase on this thing? What is it? You, you know? don't... Well, you don't see any handles. You don't see any hinges. You just see a rough outline in the wall that's maybe four feet wide, if even He's that, like, by maybe five feet tall and that's all you see i'm not really sure what i'm looking at like how how do we get through this thing just kick it use your muscle just put your back and he just cracks and like when he does it it's just like nasty and then he just pushes okay give me see what happens yeah come on motherfucker 18 18 yeah so you push on the door and you feel your right hand move. It's going to be some pull shit. Move further than your left hand as it, whatever this, this portal is, squeaks open extremely loud. Just as it opens inwards into the left. Nice. Uh, I was going to say. Access to the right. Is this uh, Midville scale, uh, School for the Midville Gifted? School. I'm pushing <laughs> and it's a pull door. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So he pokes his head in. And you just, you feel this cold air coming through what appears to be a corridor that leads down to the south. It's five feet wide. And from what you can tell, it looks like the corridor goes down for about 30 feet or so. And then it gets dark. Is there any like air movement, smell anything? It just smells kind of stale. It's got a, uh, the air has like a little bit of a cold bite to it. Hmm. You think you could bring the torch over? A ghostly hand kind of floats on over with the torch. <laughs> he's kind of like one eyeball on it, and then he's going to duck underneath the five foot wall. And he's like, shall we? Now, okay. are we dealing with the same marching orders before? Dempsey warns to be Belladir. Okay. Yep. Dempsey, tell me what you want to do as you lead your procession of fellow adventurers. Um, He's just going to move forward kind of like a half step at a time. Still very, very worried about traps in the floor. And um, just slowly see what's out here. Okay. It goes south, like I explained, for about 30 feet. And then it makes a turn to the west. And from that corner, you see that there's a, another corridor that goes from where you're standing to the west for beyond the radius of this light, which would, did you say was 40 feet, Warren? Uh, 40 feet of bright light, then another 40 feet of dim light. Okay, you see dimly at the furthest aspect of the radius of this light where the corridor ends and then turns to the north. It's probably about 70 feet out in front of you before it turns to the north. As we're going through this, um, are the walls still the same? Are they still made out of the same stone construct? or They are, are made they- out of the same stone construct, but whereas before where the corridors were 10 feet wide, this is much narrower. This is probably just shy of five feet it's really narrow it so gives it's a tight you the, fit yeah it almost gives you the sense that this is built into the infrastructure of hunkley's manor because you're you're not even dealing with the regular blueprints that was given to you by 
Greg Olento, Clinton, uh, before. I mean, whatever was built down here, who knows who built it or when or how it was built. Perhaps the emergency escape route. I think as he's walking, Dempsey is just like, weirdest freaking house I've ever been in. Stupid fucking rich people. Who builds a house like this anyways? Uh, any uh, extremely experienced, reclusive, probably uh, slightly touched practitioner of magic, being completely honest. I will be a little saddened if I don't have a manner of this nature when I achieved my peak in the art. You're, you're telling me you want to live in a place like this with all these weird rooms and strange corridors? Well, maybe something a little less dark and certainly with fewer demons in it, but yes. Particularly the observatory, that was quite nice. So minus you, Lodo. Minus Lodo. Yeah. So are you, are you walking the length of this 70 foot quarter like mm -hmm. i said i, I don't mm -hmm. make the assumption of what you guys are doing you let me know tell me as you go through whatever you're doing i'm uh, just walking and keeping an eye out for traps obviously or okay. you know swinging fucking blades that are going to come down <laughs> so you get uh, that the torch will be floating right above dempsey's head okay keeping his hands free as you guys get to the end of the corridor at the end of the 70 feet you see that it does turn to the north and you have ample illumination to tell that it goes for 40 feet to the north and then turns again to the west but it almost appears as though there's illumination soft light coming from that western corridor maybe you got something with that uh escape route valadir and it's only plausible i mean crazy man builds crazy machine if it goes sideways, we need a way out. Mm. Um, are if we the cops in the come? direction of the witch tower? No, the witch tower was to the east of Hunkley's Manor. If you're going right now, Take you're it going... Off. What's that? Hmm? Sorry, he's... Chris is stripping. Oh, if you're uh, you're going to the north, or you'll you'll be heading to the north up this forty foot uh, corridor. But when you turn the corner to the west, that's going in the opposite direction. That actually heads back towards Belheim, the direction okay. of that. Mr. B, you okay? You getting claustrophobic? Look at how small I am. No, this is, he, this he, is he, huge. He's all, he can't even touch the sides <laughs> of the wall. <laughs> no, no, Valadir, thank you for your concern. I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I'm good. Thank you. You jump in okay. the guitar well, case. Let it, let's see what's at the end of this. Yeah, Dempsey might even speed up a little bit. Like, I think it's just the way out. I think we're good. Okay. And you guys proceed up the 40 feet, look to the west, and you notice that the, the quarter actually widens to 10 feet again. It looks like it stretches for about 60 feet to the west. At the 30-foot mark, there's a door against the northern wall. But at the end of the 60 feet, it looks like it turns to the south. This is where the illumination is coming from? It's not really bright. It's just more soft light. It's once again coming from the stones like it had been mm. above and in some of the other rooms. Hmm. Well, let's see what is at the end here. As we come to the, the bend, I'll hold the torch back a little bit, dim it down um, so that it, its light is not being quite so obvious around the corner. Check out this door. I'll step aside, kind of like squeeze up against the wall for Stabby to do his thing. Okay. Did you Did you guys want me to do something? I'm in the back here. I can't see. All I hear is just words. How can you not see? You are the one who asked for the torch. Well, I've got you standing in front of me, blocking my path. I don't. I'm see not standing in front on. of you anymore. Uh. I'm like standing to the side, so you can go by me and deal with this door. You you want me to unlock this door, Warren? Is that what you want? Uh, I would I would like for you to make sure that this door is not trapped. Yes. Okay. So Stabby moves up to the door, 
Um, is there, uh, first off, is, is there a handle on the door? There is a handle on the door. Is there a keyhole? No. Okay. Uh, I will attempt. So as I'm uh, looking at that door, I'm looking kind of up at the door, you know, at the top, down along the sides, the bottom, just to see if anything seems. It's a, it's a typical wooden door, I should add. So Okay. So I'm looking at, at the edges of that door up against the, the, uh, the stone just to see if anything looks out of place, uh, namely traps, roll perception. And that will be a, a 10. You don't detect any traps. Oh, we're good. You're not finding anything. <clears throat> Warren, are you, have you, have you detected any magic on the store by chance before you had me come up here? Mm, no, I have not. As I take, give the door a hairy eyeball <laughs> with a 10. jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Can we combine our roles? <laughs> yeah, they both fail. Yeah. Good job. Okay. Perhaps it's just door. No, 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 no. I think no. we're there's, safe. There's so much ambient magic flowing around between whatever Hunkley enchanted into the walls, and there's plenty, um, uh, uh, there was plenty back in, in the room. Um, it's just, it's, it's difficult to pick out, like, specific, um, uh, specific auras and such. Um, Warren, you're, but not feeling, you're not feeling good about this, are you, Warren? I am saying it is, if there is magic on here, it is as subtle as the rest of the magic in this manner. Okay. That that makes me feel a little better. Hey, Dempsey, Valadir, I don't know. Warren and I aren't quite sure what the safety of this door is. I, I don't know, Dempsey, maybe you want to barge in. I don't know. I I have to, to ask, do any of you guys ever play like where it's a blind roll? So you don't know what you rolled. You just have to go off the DM. No. I mean, I have done that. Like that? Yeah. And in some in some circumstances, I think that that is um, a fun and interesting uh, and, and appropriate way to do things. I think if, if me as a player is saying, I'm going to go look for this though, um, unless it's like super, super crucial critical, um, I, I don't think that that's uh, a kosher way to do it. I just think it's like a, a role play because you're like, sure, I'm good. So yeah, Dempsey, you know, he doesn't know what he's looking at. These guys seem good. He's going to reach out and pull the door. Okay. And you pull it open and it, it opens very smoothly. And inside you see what appears to be a bench with a hole cut in it. Ah, uh, yes, finally. You see there are a few magazines stacked up alongside it. We finally found, like, all the, know, way. the bathroom. All the way in the basement. That sucks. <laughs> if, like, late night, you know what I mean? You got to get all the way down here 900 feet. Well, maybe he all spends right. a lot of his late nights down here. Probably. It's only 10 feet by 10 feet. Nothing super big. Uh, Does anyone have to use restroom? At, uh, hell yeah. Never... Good oh, time well, to uh, oh Dempsey's already let's... like dropping trout, dude. <laughs> Warren's like, uh, I'm just gonna stand back here. It's like I actually had I stopped at the 7-Eleven right before I met you guys, so I gotta, you know, got a big gulp I gotta get rid of. <laughs> you gotta roll. I am going to just laugh at the horrified bone crunching sounds as you sit on the mimic yep. that is the latrine. Roll for <laughs> roll for shakes. Does uh, Warren? Does it seem odd to you that, and this is legit a bathroom, right? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm yes. asking the DM. Yes. So, Warren, doesn't it seem kind of odd to you that a bathroom would be behind a secret stone wall? Oh, extremely. I, but this, um, I think we've established that Hung Clay was not necessarily, while well, he was brilliant and skilled, uh, quite likely not in his right mind. But it still seems odd to me that whether he was all there or not, why would you have a bathroom behind a secret wall adjacent to another room? It just, Perhaps we should be on our gross. guard. This Maybe he just odd. didn't want to gross out his guests. No Febreze. 
Dempsey yeah, you don't, does you it. don't want to put that close to a kitchen or something. But Dempsey, does it seem like you would have guests down here? And the way that we know of Hun Clay, it doesn't seem like he was much into guests down here. I don't know. It just seems really weird to me. Perhaps look inside hole and see if anything's hidden in there. Uh, Let me oh, finish. Let me Help finish. yourself. Go for it. Yeah. Help yourself. All right. I'm standing, look. I'm standing oh, back by the door. I'm I'm unsettled by by the fact that there's a bathroom down here behind a secret door. And a long corridor. Perception. Eight. Oh my god. You don't you don't detect anything down that hole. Mm. He needs more fiber. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like ordinary pervy. It's like pervert like to stay down and hold too long. It puts the lotion on. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> what would you like to do? Uh, well, unless there's some other door that is in this hall somewhere, I didn't notice anything that stood out. Um, you, I think, have keener eyes than I do, uh, Stabby, um, as long as there's a little light, and I'll gesture to the torch. What are you looking for? Something in the restroom? Uh, just uh, I'm just making a, a comment to Stabby of if there were any other like secret doors you may have noticed signs of. I can certainly warn. I can certainly look. Um, in the toilet, you mean? Are, are you implying oh, that maybe he's even either, what about more nutty than we thought? Like in the wall behind it. Either either in here or in the hall on the way here. Well, the hall goes for another 30 feet and then it turns to the south. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's another... Way yeah, out. you still got another okay. thirty feet to go before you, it, it turns okay. around the corner. Apologies, I missed this that. isn't like a once upon a time in Mets or not once upon a time in Desperado where they use that dirty bathroom and they flush the toilet yeah. and that back like that secret <clears throat> door. Opens. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's not like that though, is it, Brian? I want to make I want to check to see if that back wall moves. Okay. Oh, eleven. <laughs> no, didn't move. Okay. okay. He's just gonna put the uh, life magazine under his shoulder, and uh, anarchist zip up. digest. Keep moving. Play, yeah. play orc. Play orc. Nice. <laughs> um, I swear I read it for the articles. Um. Let's. Uh. Well, if you're done doing your business, Dempsey, let let's let let's see what's at the end of this hallway. Yeah. He pinches off and heads down the hallway. Who just sit there in front of the three other guys? Just <laughs> hold on, clean pants. I grew up in a house okay. with five kids, dude. That's, okay, you know. So you go one. Go <laughs> You're done. I can go on. I can go on. I know that's the okay. problem. No, no, we're good. We're good. So you go to the rest of the thirty feet, and then <laughs> you see this, it, this discussion. It turns to the south. Uh, it's a long corridor. It's probably maybe 110 feet, but at 20 feet you see that it turns back to the east again, or you could keep going to the south. Mr. South. Do we see an end to it from the corner where it turns to the east? Not from where you are at the top even, of, the, of the corner. Okay, even for me where I can see 120 feet, even in darkness? Well, if you're at the end of the corridor and mm -hmm. you're looking down you see at 20 feet it goes back to the east or it keeps going down so i'm okay. assuming you were way up here so you okay. wouldn't be able to tell where okay. that's going so where it keeps going down uh, i'm assuming that's to the south yes it um, continues to go to the south okay. for 110 even feet. okay so okay so i can see down 120 feet and i don't see any doors or anything no you just know that it turns to the east okay i'll gesture dempsey um up forward a little bit to Stay ahead of me, you know, in case blades come out and start beheading people. He, his goes first, but um, yeah, there's two corridors to the east: one at 20 feet and one at 110 feet. Okay, so um, I'll mention that I do see two corridors here, and then come up to the first corridor and look down it. You see, 30 feet down, a wooden door that is partially open. And by by the way, all these corridors are 10 feet wide now. 
Mm -hmm. where you are, unless it, oh, unless again, after otherwise. we yeah. got out of that narrower part? Yeah, all these corridors are 10 feet wide, unless I say otherwise. Okay. Um, I'll just kind of, like, look back to Dempsey, and I'll just make, like, an open door sign, just one, and then point in that corridor. Dempsey's gonna make, like, a gibberish hand sign, and then walk up to the door. And, uh, can I do this stealthily? Go ahead. <laughs> yes, let's do your stealth. Yeah. Oh, a two. Two? Perfect. <laughs> so you jingle your way towards the door. And as you get closer to the open door, you hear this... <laughs> and that's where we'll end this session. Say, Validator's turn to get down. This reminds me of a catchy tune. <laughs> we found the lady of the house. Oh. <laughs> Rub those thighs together. <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We've also got a YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over there and hit that like bell, and don't forget to subscribe. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to check us out and look for us out there. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can also download the current show directly and view our archives and galleries. we got a lot of interesting stuff posted there, so head on over. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next session... Keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.